You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we will be in 1 Timothy 1, 12 through 20. Paul says this, starting in verse 12, I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he judged me faithful, appointing me to his service. Though formerly I was a blasphemer, persecutor, and insolent opponent, but I received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief, and the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. But I received mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. To the King of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. This charge I entrust to you, Timothy, my child, in accordance with the prophecies previously made about you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, holding faith and a good conscience. By rejecting this, some have made shipwreck of their faith, among whom are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Here's what I want to highlight. This passage is, is so rich with truth about what Christ has done. I love where Paul says, reflecting back on his, on his own life, he says, I received mercy. Obviously, that's from God, from Christ. I received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief, and the grace of our Lord overflowed for me. I love that adjective, overflowed, or verb, I should say. Overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Paul is relishing in who Christ is. Christ is merciful. He's gracious. His grace overflows for him. He receives the gift of faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. I mean, he's just praising the Lord. And then he breaks out into that hymn of praise to the King of ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. I want you to notice that when you think deeply of the salvation of Christ, you will then praise greatly. You think deeply of salvation, you will praise greatly the God of salvation. This is a beautiful passage. But I want to make this point today as I close the podcast for the day. Paul says, the saying is trustworthy and deserving a full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. I think that in today's day and age, we live in a therapeutic culture, this culture of where we are always talking about healing and negatively abuse, positively comfort, negatively wrongs that happen to us. We are a people that loves ourselves and wants to be healed. Now, some of those things are not bad things, nothing wrong with wanting to be healed. But what often happens is because the culture talks so much about it and because people are enamored so much with 
healing and being made whole and feeling better. We make Jesus Christ, we, 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 re, we basically restate why he came. We make him not as coming to save sinners, but we make him to be coming for those who need a therapist or a life coach. If you listen to some Christian songs on the radio, it seems that Jesus is more a therapist who can cure you than a Lord who saves you from your own sin. We don't like to really present the gospel and tell people that you're in trouble. We like to present the gospel and tell people you can be made whole. Now, there are some truths to that, certainly. But here, we learn that Christ Jesus came into the world for, for the primary purpose of saving sinners. Saving sinners. I, I've heard songs recently that talk about salvation basically in terms of how God can save you for how people mistreat you. So there are actual lyrics about God saving you, God sending Jesus to basically keep you from the people who have said mean things about you or treated you bad in the past. That's not why Jesus was sent to me. That's not why Jesus is sent to anybody. Jesus Christ was sent to me because I was a sinner and he confronted me in my sin, warned me of the consequences, and showed me that rather than be my judge, he has come to be my Savior and Lord. What a great truth that was in my life and is in my life. Jesus came to save sinners. So I would encourage you, in your gospel presentations, you have to get to the fact that people are in trouble with God. People are lost. People are separated. Colossians 1 says that they are alienated, hostile in their mind, and currently engaged in evil deeds. This is the language of Scripture. This does offend. But only this accurate message is the gospel that saves sinners. We can't trick people into the kingdom of God. We can't say, Jesus came to save you from people that have been mean to you because then they'll be Christians because they simply want someone to treat them nicely and not ever have to deal with their own sin before the Lord. That is what sinners have to do to be saved. They have to deal with their sin, admit their sin, turn from their sin, repent of their sin, and come to Christ. But here's the good news. If you're thinking in this, well, if I talk that way to people, they're not going to believe. No, do not believe that lie from Satan. If you talk to people like that, they will believe. I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation to all who believe. Paul himself was on the way to persecute Christians. And he was confronted with the fact that he was sinning against the Lord of heaven and earth. And he was converted and became a worshiper of the Lord. No, if you speak accurately the gospel of Jesus Christ, sinners will be saved. So let's be careful not to take our culture's language and put that over the scriptures. Let's take the scripture's language, put it over our culture, and speak truthfully to people that we know and love and are currently in trouble with the holy God, but can be 
made aware of the fact that they can be reconciled to that holy God through the death and resurrection of His Son. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.